Parenting your much-loved dog is a relationship like no other. Our dogs are individuals and there is no one-size-fits-all when it comes to training. Hi, I'm Dr Holly Tett, professional dog trainer and clinical psychologist, and each week on Letters from Your Dog, we'll look at understanding specific dog training questions and struggles from your dog's point of view. Thanks for being here. Let's get to the episode. Hi there, welcome back to Letters from Your Dog. This is going to be quite a short episode because... This is just answering a question that I get asked probably every day and that is my dog's reactivity and I put reactivity in inverted commas but sensitivity to the environment, sensitivity to triggers let's say is unpredictable. So how do I know when I should step in? Now let's just define step in to begin with. (laughs) So step in could be implement some kind of technique to help your dog to feel safer, to support your dog in that moment. There's lots and lots of force-free positive reinforcement based methods to help with that. You could be working from a trauma-informed perspective like I like to do. You could be working from a desensitization-based perspective. You could be looking at all kinds of distraction possibly, all kinds of different things. We're not really here to debate the method or methodology that you're using today but more about okay so let's say I've got a dog that is frightened of some people. So we're walking in the building that we live in or we're in the veterinary office or we're in the street or in the park or in the pub or we're anywhere at all with our dog and we're like well there's a man coming towards us he might be absolutely fine or he might freak out and I don't really know which one it's gonna be (laughs) or my dog is pretty much fine with big dogs but there was that one time last week where he saw that really big dog and he was definitely not fine. (laughs) How do I know? How do I know which one is going to be the one that is triggering to my dog? Well, my simple answer to this when people ask me this question is, firstly, you don't know. Your dog isn't going to tell you necessarily ahead of time. They might give you some clues, but usually it happens really, really quickly, doesn't it? So why not, at least initially, err on the side of caution? Just treat every single potential trigger as an actual trigger. So in that first example, my dog is scared of some people. Okay, well, even if there's a person walking towards us and my dog looks perfectly relaxed and happy and is wagging their tail in the good wag way and is looking like they want to interact with the person or is even ignoring the person, hasn't even noticed them, I'm still gonna implement my technique or my strategy. If I'm walking along and my dog has not barked at the last 20 little dogs that we've seen and the 21st dog comes along, I'm still going to implement my technique or my strategy. Why? Well, you literally have nothing to lose by doing it this way because even if the dog has zero reaction whatsoever, is that not what we're looking for? Definitely. Sometimes we get really hung up on the idea that there's no point in doing a supportive measure if the dog wasn't going to have a problem anyway. Why not? It's literally like (laughs) if you and I were sat together and we were watching a film and maybe I love scary films, but let's say I was scared. It was a scary film and I was frightened. And there was a bit that, um, that happened that was scary and I looked fine, but you leant over to me and you said, oh, did that scare you? Are you all right? And I'd be like, no, I'm all right. I'm good. Thanks. Or, oh, actually, yeah, it did scare me a little bit. Oh, oh I didn't really notice. That's not going to upset me more. That's not going to make things worse for me. That can only support me. <laughs> it can only be a good thing. So 
you're basically giving the message to your dog of saying, I've got your back, buddy. I'm here. I'm here for you. Actually, that was a nice thing. You quite like that person. You quite like that other dog. Brilliant. Fantastic. That's what we're looking for. Brilliant. You have lost absolutely nothing. So whenever we're thinking about taking things at our dog's pace, which we absolutely should be doing and making sure our dog feels as comfortable as possible, even when we're thinking about moving our training on and moving on to the next step, I would still say have as many successes as you possibly can. And even if that means using your strategy or technique in those moments where you're pretty much certain the dog isn't going to be remotely worried, more the better. All the dog is learning is this is safe, this is safe, this is safe safe over and over and over again and that's the message that we're always trying to give when we're supporting any living being to feel more comfortable with something you are safe everything is going to be okay so that is my answer to that question (laughs) if you need when you do need to step in just keep on stepping in and when I say step in we're not interfering we're not doing anything to necessarily make the dog feel like they have to wait for us to step in it's just offering support it's just offering that peace of mind to that dog and saying you're okay buddy I've got your back okay I hope that helps if you want to hear more about how I think about reactivity and how I deal with those kinds of things do scroll back we've got lots of episodes on this in the back catalogue of the podcast so you can go and have a listen to that I also want to tell you about a couple of events that we have taking place this week um, and something else that I'm involved in as well so all of these three events start on Monday the 17th of April 2023 the first one is our famous it's probably the 10th time we're doing this now um five day focus dog challenge it's completely free and we'll be talking about how to improve your connection with your dog so that you guys have better focus on each other specifically out and about but in other situations as well so you can come and join us for that one I'll put the link in the show notes we also have for our dog professionals our five-day event looking after your mental health as a force-free professional so if you work professionally with dogs this is all about preventing burnout looking after yourself as well as you look after your human and dog clients so again the link to that one will be in the show notes and last but not least I am also a speaker for my friend and colleague Miranda Wimbush's current uh, 14-day online event called the canine connection so not my canine connection I know lots of you are in my canine connection not my one this is a different one and the canine connection is all about again improving the connection between dogs and people and lots and lots of information on looking after ourselves in that process so again if you want to check that out check out the link in the show notes and that will take you straight there all right everybody I'll speak to you soon take care bye-bye